to Think Big with Dan and Kasim, and our guest today is John. So, John, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, tell us what you do and where you live. Sure. First, thanks for having me. I uh, appreciate it. Um, yeah, my name is John Martino. I um, am the co-founder of a company called Fuse Lenses. We offer uh, replacement options for existing sunglasses um, who, you know, might happen to need a replacement, whether they're scratched or damaged. Um, is providing another option um, to our customers, um, an affordable option for that matter, versus going out and having to buy um, a whole nother um, pair of sunglasses. And we're based in Clearwater, Florida. And yeah, it was, you know, it was one of those things that we, there was just a need. We saw a need for it um, in the market and there just there wasn't a whole lot of other options at the time. So, um, you know, it was a, it was an idea that we had that you know, kind of just started an entire company was able to be built around the, the single idea. So it's, you know, pretty amazing how it was able to kind of take off. So early on, what were some of the challenges that you had with starting this business? I mean, really the the biggest hurdles, you know, for us along the way were, were honestly probably hiring the right people. So when we started out, you know, it was me and my co-founder, we basically, you know, did everything. So once we realized that we couldn't do everything anymore, we had to find the right people to, you know, help us in certain areas that maybe we, you know, lacked a little bit of knowledge or maybe just didn't have a full insight of, you know, what what needed to be done in a certain department. Hiring for us was was a little bit tricky at first because we didn't really know what we needed. So I want to say we we probably went the route of you know, just hiring, you know, friends and family who needed, you know, who were kind of in the market for a job and not necessarily finding the right people to fit the position. That set us back quite a bit because we weren't, you know, putting the right people at the right position. And I don't want to say it set us back, but it was definitely, uh, it was definitely some learning curves there to, you know, find not only, you know, the right personality for the position, but to just take that little bit of extra time and effort, you know, to make sure, you know, you're finding the right people. And as soon as we figured that out, man, it made things so much smoother. And like I said, it that was a that was a huge struggle at first um, for us, you know, was just letting go of some of that control, you know, that we had and you know, trusting our staff to, you know, kind of take the lead on certain projects and to, um, you know, really take ownership of, you know, the position that we had available. Cool. So, uh, by the way, what's your favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur? Uh, favorite aspect? That's a good question. Um, kind of a competitive guy, and I, I like to put people around me who have that same kind of competitive mentality. And not only that, I love being able to help young leaders become better leaders and, and to kind of grow themselves. Um, that's been the most fulfilling side for me is being able to kind of bring somebody in at more of an entry level position. Um, like my lab manager, for example, he was one of, you know, our first few hires and kind of help, you know, him progress into more of a leadership role and to see the uh, see the advancement he's been able to display it's it's i've taken a lot of pride in you know i've gotten a lot back from 
um, being able to see the potential in people, maybe when they don't see it necessarily in themselves right off the bat. Um, and then, you know, we go 10 years down the road now, and this one of this, you know, entry level employees is now managing 30 plus people under him. And he's got a whole department and a whole staff that, you know, he's responsible for. So I would say that's probably at the top of the list for me um, as far as being a business owner. Cool. Cool. So your industry is uh, like more on the trends and uh, following the trends. So what are your parameters that you follow uh, to stay on the top of the trends? Yeah, the, I mean, it's it's ever changing. It's It's been that's probably been another struggle, too, is, you know, just trying to keep up, you know, with everything that, you know, kind of changes in the market. So when we first started, it was one product, you know, and we knew just having one product, you know, would, would only get us so far. So it was just constantly looking for the um, opportunities in the market where we could kind of branch out into and kind of slowly grow and evolve it in a way that, you know, was still part of our core business, but also, you know, constantly looking for avenues where we could improve. So one area of focus for as far as revenue stream goes has been you know transitioning into sunglasses so we've always been replacement lenses but we said well we have a lot of these customers already coming to our site what other products would make sense for that consumer who's already in the market for lenses so you know that kind of opened up a lot of options for us so sunglasses has been a big one that we've you know introduced within the last three years and that's grown to about a third of, of the overall um, revenue. Prescription, offering a prescription option in lens replacements, that's been another big area of, that we've focused on where not everybody, you know, can see perfectly. And, you know, there are, you know, there was a lot of opportunities there, mainly because that's my background. My background is running prescription optical labs. So it only made sense to, you know, provide an option that kind of fit in line with my background, my expertise, what, you know, what I was doing before I started, you know, this company. Um, so it's just, it's just keeping, you know, looking for those little holes in the market and being able to, um, you know, kind of be nimble enough to, make those you know additions to our product line and you know add things where we see fit that kind of still stays in line with the brand and what our you know vision is for it so great so i have i've seen your uh, by the way i have seen your website and uh, uh, i was able to see uh, i was able to find a lot of cool sunglasses as well uh, but again see like you have a lot of parts over there so managing the stock of like a lot of products can be something challenging thing. And uh, because you are using technology to sell the products, you're using website, you're using social media, all these things are helping you uh, collectively. So do you think there is any hurdle or there's any uh, problem like uh, that you are facing with your website or maybe in, in fact with the technology because maybe there are a lot of uh, sunglasses over there that, um, that people are going to like, but... Uh, managing the stock is also another problem how you are managing the stock and keeping the stock updated on your website and on your on your social media platforms all all, all of these places looks like a yeah. challenge <laughs> yeah that's i mean that would probably have been our second challenge that we faced you know especially <laughs> starting um was exactly that was was not only 
you know, the inventory side, but how do you manage that inventory? How do you, you know, we sell on multiple channels. How is, how, how is all that integrated in a way that, you know, you can accurately, you know, track what's moving where and when, no. um, it's taken a while <laughs> to figure that out, to be honest, because as we, uh, you know, as like I said, we started with just the lenses, but we, we scaled that very quickly by adding different colors. So mm -hmm. like when we started, it was really just a handful of colors, really easy to manage that, you know, and then we grew that, the sunglass lens um, line. to I think we have close to 60 options right now. And a lot <laughs> of those options are, you know, tier based. So they're, they do different things. They have different tech involved when it came down to, you know, not only solidifying the back end, you know, it was also having the front end of our site be able to, you know, work together and communicate a lot of our um, inventory um, flows through that so that it was accurately, you know, being maintained and it turned into a, a full-time position. So mm -hmm. I was, I was managing it from the start and um, I knew that I needed somebody else because it was just, it was taking up too much of my day to day. And um, we were able to bring somebody in who had experience in the inventory world and uh, managing it and effectively, you know, communicating it across all channels. Once we made that hire for that, you know, key, key individual to kind of come in and, you know, take ownership of that department, it really made things just streamlined in a way that we just had full visibility, every single product, where it was listed, how many we had in stock, think, you know, that the accurate pull points based off of when that new order is getting put in because that we were out of stock. I want to say our first, maybe five years of business, we were out of stock on almost 50% of our SKUs throughout the year. It was just, no matter what we did, we could not figure out the timing of when to, when to put the new order in and when to pull the, the inventory down because let's face it, nobody wants to take things out of stock. We were the same way, but at the same time, you don't want to oversell something that you don't have. So it was always this fine line of, okay, we need to make sure that, you know, this item is no longer available for sale at this moment in time. We need to keep a buffer inventory quantity and, the, and you know, that we could keep on hand for RMAs and things like that. So we've, we've finally figured it out, <laughs> but it's taken, man, it's probably taken every bit of 10 years to get to that point where everything finally all communicates across all channels and we're able to really keep a close eye on every product category. Um, everything is, is based off of SKUs. We actually just introduced um, NetSuite. We're in the implementing phase right now, and that's going to really help us kind of keep everything cohesive across the board on inventory because we, we pretty much had to build our own program to manage it because we just couldn't find anything that could handle our SKU count. So we were able to kind of custom build our own platform where we did all of our, ran all of our POs out of it. We had everything kind of set up in the system. But eventually we, we outgrew it and we needed to figure out, you know, another way. So hopefully with NetSuite, we haven't actually got things rolled over yet, but we're in that implementing process. And based off what I've seen so far, it really seems like they're going to kind of help us get to that next level of inventory management. Yeah, NetSuite is great. I've used it in the past. Um, so in terms of technology, 
what other um, tools like are you using or, or or what trends are you seeing in the industry? Have you used AI or thought about AI? Like, you know, what are you seeing, you know, when it comes to e-commerce in general? Yeah, um, it, it's funny because, you know, you hear AI everywhere right now. Actually, one of our new top tier lens um, is called AMP and it's a color enhanced lens. And that lens was actually developed with AI technology. We're able to provide a lens that makes every single color in the spectrum, you know, pop. And that tech could, wasn't possible a few years ago. We've been on the hunt for a lens that you, as soon as you put it on and as soon as you look through it, there's just this wow factor with it where it's like, you just can instantly, you know, notice that there's something special happening. <laughs> and it took us years to find that lens. And we stumbled across a, a lens manufacturer and um, they kind of specialized in more of the tech side of um, lens manufacturing. And they were kind of at the forefront out of a, a lot of interesting new developments when it, when it came to the enhancing of, you know, certain colors. And since we've made that, you know, leap and added that lens to here, it's turned into our top selling SKU. Um, it's, it's really made a huge difference. Um, and not only, you know, adding that extra bit of value, it's giving us separation from our competition that they just don't haven't fit, haven't found that company that provided that tech in, in, in the lens you know, developing side. Um, one other area too that's that we're looking into is um, I mean, you've probably seen it a lot. It's it's an area that is gonna help more on the sunglass side, um, but it's basically a, you know, it's the try-on simulators that you know, can you can use your you know webcam or you can use your phone, and it'll basically put that frame of the sunglasses on your face. So with that same tech, we're also able to get measurements that we can then use for the prescription side. So we're looking into several companies right now that offer this um, technology and this this plugin that basically just plugs right into our Shopify um, store. And it's able to give us precise measurements that we would normally rely on the customer, you know, to provide, or we would have to then ask the customer to go to, you know, their eye doctor and get a bunch of extra information and just make more work for our customer. So we're constantly looking for ways to not only make the customer experience better, but if that means introducing new tech that can help us process orders faster. It can demonstrate what the lenses are going to look like in certain sunglasses. You know, those are probably the two big things at the top of our list right now as far as tech goes and, and how we've been able to utilize it. Yeah, it should be good if you can uh, get that uh, try-on simulator in your website to be able to see how it looks like on my face because it's pretty much difficult for me to select uh, to select <laughs> it's like glasses for me. <laughs> yeah. Because no, it is for a lot of people. Everyone is not going to smooth on my face. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, one of the biggest questions that we get from customers is, well, why don't you have a picture of, of the frame that I'm looking at getting with those <laughs> lenses in it? And it's like, I would love to have be able to have the resources to do that. I mean, we're talking 5,000 <laughs> SKUs that we would have to get thousands and thousands of, of pictures of, I mean, it's a lot. So this tech would help us be able to, now we're able to just digitize those frames. So we don't need to actually physically have the frames in our hands to photo, take photos, to add all the you know lens options in. It's all done digitally. It's all done with the technology where 
they select, oh, I have this Oakley frame. They would, you know, pick that frame. It'll actually put the frame on their face. And then now you can go through all of our lens options and see exactly how they're going to look in that frame on the customer's face. So, yeah. you know, these are all things that we've been working towards and knowing that we've, you know, there've been some gaps that we've been needing to fill on, you know, the customer experience side. And now that tech is finally, you know, caught up in certain areas and, in, in, you know, our business and in our industry, it's, it's made things so much easier and, you know, so much, um, so much higher of a, an experience, you know, on the customer's end, which is ultimately our top priority. Yeah, exactly. In fact, you know, uh, right now the technology can help you even uh, as, as you said, like for the measurements, even it can, it can help you if uh, you try on a glasses, you turn your face to left, it will tell you hurt. It can write, okay, this is the measurement from this area to, to your ear. So these sort of all these things are um, uh, can be used in your uh, try-on simulator. So yeah, that would be a and great idea, by the way. Yeah, that it's you know it's something that we looked at a few months ago, and the tech was there. It was just it wasn't it. We weren't able to get the measurements as well. So it was like it was mm -hmm. there more for just looks. Well, just mm -hmm. in a, you know just in a year, it's advanced enough to where that same sunglass simulator is now taking every accurate measurement that we need to to make a prescription lens for a customer uh -huh. who's you know on the other side of the world you know what i mean so like we don't actually need the customer in you know in our retail location to to do prescription lenses for them anymore we can provide you know services reasonable costs to customers wherever they are and you know it's with a lot more people being comfortable shopping for eyewear online it's really opened the door for us to just really expand this revenue stream that we put a lot of effort into but you know we're looking for ways to just make it better and make it easier for the customer yeah indeed um because nowadays ai and uh, at least when gpt launched after this the word has changed and now this is the word of AI and ar it is gonna have, have obviously have your business a lot so do you think uh, there is any other uh and, and, and anything else like uh more than more than ai there's anything else that can help your business in in, in that in the field of technology i'm sure there's stuff you know that's that's being developed that i don't even know about yet that i'm sure it would help <laughs> us out tremendously like i said we're we're constantly challenging our our you know managing um team members to really focus on you know areas where you know, tech can help us advance and, and they can, you know, help, help us, you know, stay on top and not only stay mm -hmm. on top, but, you know, kind of be at the forefront, a, a lot of, you know, mm -hmm. industry changes, you know, kind of really staying in the mix when it comes to, you know, advancements. And we, we challenge them, you know, on a, on a regular basis to, to be open-minded about things that might seem like they're not necessarily going to be a good fit because nobody else has, you know, been brave enough to, to try it or test it yet. So, uh, that, that's definitely one area that we put a lot of emphasis on, on our leadership team is empowering them to, to, to not only be aware of, um, you know, certain things that are shifting and, you know, different technology opportunities, but to, you know, not be afraid to bring stuff up when they see it, you know, to kind of constantly be on lookout for, you know, things that, that could help us and, and could, you know, put us in a position for growth. Sure. So you mentioned the uh, 
um, NetSuite implementation. So outside of that, what would you say is your number one priority in the next three, three to six months? Um, for NetSuite or just in general? Just in general. I mean, I guess like outside of NetSuite. Sure. We um we set quarterly goals that really help kind of tie in all of our you know objectives and tasks with each quarter's goals. So this quarter's um, focus has been to innovate. Like I said, we kind of challenge every department um, manager to look for ways that we can be innovating and look for ways that we can be not only you know helping certain departments you know rise to a higher level but but just kind of thinking outside the box in terms of where are opportunities that maybe we should be focusing on but we haven't been focusing on or take for example we have a um a service where we we provide the customer a shipping label a box if they're not comfortable installing their lenses we'll handle that whole process we're looking for ways to not only you know provide additional services, but kind of address some of those concerns that our customers are having when it comes to being able to, you know, handle their frame that, you know, might might cost three, four hundred dollars. They're worried about taking out the old lenses and breaking the frame and they're worried about putting the new lenses in. So we have an initiative to try to smooth out that process. And it's 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 been an area where it's like, okay, how can we make this as easy as possible? So we came up with the idea of let's just send the customer everything they need for them to send us their frame. So we take, I mean, we include the box, like I said, the shipping label, we even include the tape to seal the box. So, and even like we uh, have a little foam envelope so that their frame is protected. We, we try to think of, you know, multiple, um, you know, friction areas that the customer could experience, smooth those out before they even realize it and you know offer a new service that has you know has done really well it's 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 a service that we're constantly trying to improve um that was one area of focus where we saw that there were some issues where these customers well i don't have anything to ship my frame to you in what do i do i don't have you know boxes laying around all right we're going to send you a box we're going to cover the shipping both ways so it's you know it's just looking for like i said just taking customer feedback and being able to not just be like, all right, yeah, good point. Thanks for the heads up, but actually do something, you know, about it to where the customers in the future aren't going to run into that same issue. Um, and that's, that's really, you know, something that, you know, when it comes to innovating, it's, that's one area that, you know, that's just one service that we offer that we're constantly trying to, you know, make better and you know just really kind of put a lot of emphasis on what our customers are telling because at the end of the day if, if we're not keeping a track of that you're eventually just not going to have any more customers so we've we've made that uh our customer satisfaction pretty much stays at the top of every quarterly um objective like i said this this particular quarter it's all about innovating and it's all about you know what what can we do to get better what are some areas that we may be lacking that we can improve upon? Sure. So I guess, what is the one biggest piece of advice that you would give us to any young and aspiring entrepreneur? Uh, I mean, it really goes back to, for me personally, because I just remember so many setbacks we ran into when we first started. Um, it's hiring. It's taking the time to just find the right people. Don't just hire who's ever looking for a job. I mean, there were, I can think of 
three or four different instances of employees that we hired because you know they were there we needed them we needed the help and we just put them in those positions and man they were not the right fit for that position um and it it hurt us it set us back probably years because you know we we were taking the time to to really find the right people and you know at the beginning phases of a company it's crucial to have that solid foundation of employees and staff that you can rely on that you can trust to kind of help you know keep things on track when you know you're not there and um that's that one would probably be you know one of my top that would be one of my top you know pieces of advice and then i think one if i wanted to add one more it would it would probably be you know not bringing investors in too soon i think i've seen a lot of companies they, they try to you know they try to bring too many people in um at the beginning and it just adds a lot of extra stress you know to not only the business owner but the business itself so i was able to you know be in a position where you, i can kind of grow it organically never needed to bring on you never need to get in debt never needed to bring on a ton of um outside you know investments and it just really you know gave us a solid foundation to build on and it like i said it, it helped us in a way that even now we're still able to benefit from so like just really kind of you know not making things more stressful than they have to be i get it not everybody has that ability to kind of slowly grow it organically but if you have an option to do it and you have a product you're passionate about man it'll just make the whole journey way easier <laughs> that's uh, that's awesome so somebody watching this wanted to find you in your company do you mind sharing your website and your social media handle how they could find your products yeah um sure fuselenses.com is the website uh, like i said we we have everything um lenses are first you know kind of on in, in your face first and foremost um but we also offer our replacement prescription lenses on that same site as well our um, sunglass options which is you know growing we're also on Facebook. We're kind of building a community on Facebook as well, starting to see a lot of value in the community aspect of, you know, um, the, the marketing side of things. And um, FuseLenses.com is pretty much the handle for all of our socials. But yeah, I appreciate the time, guys. It's been fun. Yeah. Awesome, John. Thank you so much for your time as well. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, you too. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.